The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, welcome back to Legit Bat. We had, actually, we didn't have a run. Uh, Deplorable Janet, if you are in this community, I guess you would know who that is, had us on her show, Deplorable Nation, and she's going to put it out in a couple weeks. But we were lucky enough for her to invite us on her show, and we had an awesome conversation. A lot of it was kind of about us, which is not interesting to us, but it might be to you, uh, about origins and you know what we think on different things and it was uh she actually titled it legit chat which i thought was perfect because that's what we did we just had a pretty brilliant (laughs) nice conversation uh we were just drinking you know like we do and talked about random stuff like like we do but uh ben had some problems actually i wouldn't say it's ben uh something either with his computer or the software or something was going crazy and he had like a seven second delay so uh, bear with that through the whole episode because he was very pissed. He's very unhappy with the uh, outcome, but I thought it was great. <laughs> we heard I, less from I, Ben, is what I'm saying. I, I I wasn't happy with yeah exactly things that had nothing to do with people or the conversation. So uh, I, I will say that I I'm looking forward to hopefully one day having her on our show because it was a really it, it was it was actually kind of funny because the the technology glitch forced me to sit and listen regardless of my incessant input that I like to have um and I was able to just kind of sit there and listen until a pointed question was at me and it was it was a really good conversation I'm glad that we were able to go on go on her show yeah it was great we had fun yeah yeah (laughs) we haven't heard from you yet babe got Jen over here being all quiet Oh, sorry, but <laughs> Jen, people want to hear more of you. That is the one thing that I learned. Oh, did well, you? Well, do you know today. how hard it is to talk when you're both talking? It's really yes. challenging. <laughs> so I've done a really good job of being like still and quiet, just letting you guys go back forth, back forth, back forth, and then I'm like, okay, is it okay now? So <laughs> you can always just tell us to shut the fuck up. Nah. At least me. it's not bad i'm just joking but no it was a fun talk i i didn't know how it was gonna go i didn't know anything about um her really or i've just seen her instagram feed and it was it's always pretty fucking funny and i just didn't know anything about her at all and she is so fucking hilarious i know she is the coolest person like i want to hang out with her in real life (laughs) she said that she's like yeah she's like i can't imagine how fun it would be to hang out with you guys in real life i'm like oh it's about the same, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Except we're not boring. recording. And, We'd have know. a good time, though. She seems like a cool chick. 
But yeah, thanks, Janet, for having us on. We're definitely going to do another collab soon. For sure. Uh, uh, I always forget we have to, we don't have to plug stuff. Just Google legitbat.com. <laughs> yeah, apparently we own it, according we to own it. Book. Yeah. We Besides own it. We own Google. the legit watermelon bat. And that... Oh my God, that was so weird. <laughs> Look up legit watermelon bat. It's weird stuff. Or don't. It, it reminded me of like a, uh, one of those weird, like anime, not anime, but like some Japanese weird thing you know like what? it made no sense and unless you were japanese or <laughs> it's just their brand they they don't call it legit bat they call it something else but then they have legit whatever but it says legit on the bat it's and it's stealing that's thunder. crazy yeah it's not written on there in red sharpie we're getting thief like we have from <laughs> no i think it's been around for longer but it's cool <laughs> but yeah we have yes. we we do have merch it's crazy you can go to legitbat.com or we have uh other stickers don't buy the sticker on our site it's awful ben ordered one and it is dog shit i don't even know why it's on there but, but the uh, rest hit... of their products are good <laughs> yeah reach out sure. to us though we'll send you one yeah hit us up for a, a sticker or a l- actual legit bat because i'm very proud of those everyone seems to like them legit bat keychain you. You yeah say. it's, it's not an... a legit bat that will hurt anyone it's a legit bat <laughs> to scale it's about four inches long <laughs> it is a legit wood bat yeah <laughs> anyway enjoy Our the show wood and we uh well i guess we'll catch you next week as long as we have internet and life and joe biden hasn't run us into the ground anyway Damn. <laughs> see you next Thanks, time guys talk to you later <laughs>
It works he's like, out really who cares? Well. Who's going to fucking listen anyway? I'm like, oh, that's fair. All right, let's call it that. And it just stuck. So the name has nothing to do with what we do on the show. It also kind of morphed into whatever we do now, too. Uh, conspiracy, drunk talk, whatever. So kind of like yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are the most fun kind of shows, I think. So, Jen, I got to know, um, when you first came down to visit um, and they gave you this bat, I want to know, did you actually see Joe's legit bat beforehand? Beforehand? <laughs> no. So we met online on a video game, actually. <laughs> so I hadn't seen anything. We didn't actually, we didn't send dick pics and things like that. So, so the first, the first time I met him, I flew out across the country and landed at like midnight. <coughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I saw his legit bat right after, but it was not before. It was very soon after, though. It was the same day. We kissed, said I love you, and banged all within like four hours. It was pretty nice. Gross. <laughs> and met for That's the first a time. a relationship. Hell yeah. And then we got married like six months later. Must have been a good bat then. <laughs> it's a legit bat. <laughs> Oh, so the funny thing is that you I heard your story about you guys meeting on the video game. Yeah. Oh, um, I just want to say my husband and I met the same kind of way. No way. Yeah. When back in the day when Facebook used to actually have games on okay. it, um, we met on an app called uh, Sex Games. Oh, imagine there you go. That. Yeah, imagine that. Great, great story. I thought but, you were going to um, say Farmville. <laughs> I thought Farmville. you were going to say Pong. Farmville. Check right? your crops. Farmville. Yeah. Like, he gave me 20,000 gold coins, and I was just like, this is the one. We did make jokes about that kind of shit, too. <laughs> it's so funny that you knew what Farmville was because most people don't have a clue what that is. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. I never but played it. I just knew what it was. Uh, well, we, yeah, I checked it out. Like, I checked out all the games that used to be on there, but, yeah, we met on sex games, and then we started playing real sex games later. Well, can you tell me about the game, though? Because what is that? How do you, mm. how do you play sex games? <laughs> um, it was where they would give you, like, different scenarios and put you in different kind of situations, and you could, um, like choose to make this move or you could choose like uh to run away from the person or you know meet up for a one night stand or whatever it was kind of like a like an oh. options game like, like a choose you your own adventure it. like those yeah. little books <laughs> yeah so it was quite the adventure that's a weird game for facebook to have are you sure you mean because... like all of the fake trailers that they end up showing for games these days I know. Oh, yeah. I can't believe they yeah. have it. That's interesting. So I've seen ads for games like that. I just didn't realize there were real people playing them. So you have a choose your own adventure where you go up to someone and you can yeah. do what you want with that person and they can then respond, but you're interacting with an avatar. That's cool. Yeah, and it, like it was really like it was weird. Like Facebook was weird back then because, you know, you could play like uh, Farkle, like the dice game or, you know... Uh, like all kinds of stuff where you could like send people things that they could create a wall with, you know, like just hearts or 
I don't send like slutty messages to people or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, it was like back in the day. I was well. We know you're a giant that. slut, so that's oh, awesome. Geez. It's perfect. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so when? How long did you guys play this game before you decided to meet in person? Um, you know, it wasn't very long. I think we probably had been talking for maybe a couple months because we lived in different states. Oh. And then he actually flew to see me on Thanksgiving one year, Aww. and we've been together ever since. That's awesome. Wow, that is a very How, similar story, How far away <laughs> did he live? Like, um, driving-wise, it was almost seven hours. Oh, that's not so. bad at all. He flew? Yeah. Um, he used to work for an airline. Oh. And so, um, like, he could get a jump seat once in a while, and if not, I would drive. That's cool. To go down to see him, so yeah, nice. I'm a I'm a Midwesterner, uh, Midwest farm girl. So yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I lived in Indiana at the time, so I would drive down here like as soon as I got off work on a Friday, spend Friday night, Saturday night, and have to turn around and go back on Sunday, which kind of sucked. And Aww. we did that for I think four years. Oh, geez. Yeah, the long distance for four years. We could only do the long distance for a couple months, and I was like, you need to just, like, move out here. I'm over this. where did you live in Indiana? Because that's where I lived when I met Joe, actually. I lived in Indiana. I'm from Terre Haute. Oh, okay. I lived in Michigan City. I know where Terre Haute is. Yeah, I know where exactly exactly where that is. That's cool. So that's why when I heard you say that, I was like, oh, we got the same kind of story. (laughs) So... So, Ben, tell me a story about you. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot. Um, I will tell you a caveat to Jen's first visit. Um, So, on the last day, uh, Joe and I had, at the time, both of our children there. And... uh, we knew that Jen had to catch a flight pretty soon, so they were sitting there talking about only having a couple hours left. We were may or may not have been day drinking. We were definitely day drinking. Yeah, we were. And uh, I remember <laughs> there, something came up about them banging one more time before they left. And oh, I was I remember me and Tony were fine. We'll turn on music, like we'll entertain the kids, but like. Just go fuck. Like it's fine. And um so they they went they went in there and uh we're sitting there, you know, just kinda like, you know, trying to make like loud noises for the kids and stuff. And um at one point I don't remember why really, but I will combat as I walked room and and yell Finish her like right (laughs) as I walked by. And I could hear them busting up laughing like while lot right after that and then uh like i was busting I know, up was maybe like 15 minutes they came back out i'm like i'm sorry i might have killed the mood my bad no you didn't and we were being very quiet to be fair i remember that it was daytime banging you had to be kind of <laughs> quiet we had kids there and shit i mean but when the kids are not there yeah, i'm sure it's true. not quiet oh there's hooting and hollering it gets crazy and <laughs> yeah so how old how old are the kids? <laughs> that, the timing on that was epic. Uh, our kids are 15 and 9, and Ben's is, oh, shit, 8 and 4? 3. 3. Okay. I can't keep track nice. of all this. I don't know. Yeah. 
That's those are um, interesting ages. Do you have boys or girls or both? I have a 15 year old daughter, and he has a nine year old son. And then Ben has there's Ben has a six second delay, so Ben has an eight year old son and a three year old daughter. Um, Jen, have you got the hormonal stage from your daughter yet? Uh, it's been there for yeah, a like while. Six years ago. <laughs> Super I think fun. It, I think it started appearing around nine. I was like, oh, that's early. You don't like Barbies anymore? You like being mean? And you want clothes and money? Okay. Cool. <laughs> and it just hasn't stopped. It's crazy. <laughs> no, she's really great, though. She's actually very responsible. She's a good kid. She definitely has an attitude for sure, but she's awesome. She's actually putting away That's our Walmart thing. groceries right now. I was going to say, she's, she's in the involved. other room. She can probably hear us no, talking shit. No, she's being so. great, really though. Like she's, she's helping. She's very helpful. Yeah, we went through that um, stage because my daughter started hers early, too. And it was like, um, went from sweet angel to baby Satan. Oh. <laughs> and Just a baby I did Satan? I not think for like a year and a half that one of us was going to make it out alive. Um, it was very interesting but her and I are super close now and um she's like my best friend in the world and and she's so like silly but like she calls me about weed stories all the time <laughs> those are I mean and other things like there's nothing about her life that I don't know wow in graphic detail <laughs> which is cool but at the same time it, like you were my baby TMI. at one point. <laughs> and how old is that one? Yeah, how old is she now? Um, she just graduated college, so oh. she's oh 22. wow, wow! Yeah. Congratulations yeah. to her. What did she go to school for? Uh, social work. That's cool. She wants to work with uh, drug addiction, actually. Nice. Well, so. what a time to do that. Yeah, so she's going to be really busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. Lots of clients and not going to be a problem. So, Ben, how about you? Any uh, issues with your little children's? He's laughing. I mean, they were born. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, they, uh, yeah, I mean, there's always, there's always like, you know, minor issues with them. Um, yeah, if I could shove them back into a cave, that'd be great. But uh, I can't. So one of them, uh, the oldest one, he'll be nine in November. And then my daughter just turned three in April. Uh, and they're, they're both pretty good kids. They're, they, they have a lot of energy, specifically the boy. He's, He's uh, uh, since I can remember since he was just when he was crawling, it was just A to B, A to B, never stopped moving. But other than just like, you know, little kid shit, the regular regressions and uh, progressions, I really don't have any complaints or any issues. I know that as teenagers, they're going to be absolute fuck all to deal with. So I'm just kind of, you know, uh, enjoying my time while they're not. Is he a Scorpio? Is Ben? No, lo- the li- sorry, the little boy yep, that you're talking oh, about. Nope. Yeah, yeah, Lonnie is. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's a Scorpio. Holler, <laughs> holler to fellow Scorpios out there. <laughs> Maybe that's what's wrong with me. I'm not sure. Uh, there's probably a lot yeah. of things. I, I stopped trying to make uh, use <laughs> the stars as, as an excuse for what's wrong Scorpios with me. Are great. <laughs> 
I have a lot of things wrong with me, but it's okay. <laughs> I like me the way I am, all messed up. There you go. So, yeah, it makes so great content. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell me, like, what made you guys decide to start your podcast? So that is easier to answer than the name, actually. Uh, I'm just insane and thought it would be hilarious to record our conversations because we used to just sit around and get drunk and we thought we were hilarious. And I still think we do. He did. They thought they were so much more entertaining than they are. We'd entertain each fine. other, though. And no. you're sitting there going, oh. No, no, no. Actually, we all no, we all joined in. Like it was a conversation that was all great. But I was like, I don't know about recording it and then broadcasting it out there. And I was like, it fuck it, turns let's do out, it. No, it it ended up being a great idea. I was just like, I wasn't, I didn't knock the idea. Joe just came home really excited one day and was like, Hey, I want to start a podcast. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's cool. What do you want it to be about? And he's like, I don't know, just like drunk conversation. And I was like. Oh, that's so cool. I'm going to go finish putting away these dishes. Like, he just, I just, I was just like, Nino, like, go fold the towels. I, I wasn't <laughs> against the idea. I just, I didn't say anything negative. I just was not like, yeah, that's so cool. So he took that as that I didn't want to be involved at all. And then eventually we all got together and did it right after COVID because he wanted to do it for a long time. Finally, slowly started gathering equipment and then. Well, and then as soon as 2020 hit, yeah, it was like, well, there's a stuff. We better start talking a lot we can talk about here. So we finally started in last August and we had already, I'd already talked to Ryan and Brandon from Dangerous World. And so they were kind of like my first in shout out to them and Ron from New England. Also shout out to him. Uh, We had this little group that we kind of like, you know, helped each other and did shows together. And that's where we really like started taking off is with them. But the last couple months have been insane. Like I never, never in a million years would have thought last August that we'd be talking to Tommy Chong. That's insane to me. Uh, apparently, all, all you have to do we... is tell somebody you have a show, and they're like, "Yeah, sure, I'll come on." I'm so like, "Dude, Joe, nobody listens." Joe's so outgoing, though. Joe will literally reach out to anybody, and I'm like, oh, "Like, I can't believe you did that." He just emails people, and they're like, "It's a very sweet community. Everyone's really nice." The and worst cool. people can do is say no. No, I, I wasn't thinking yeah. like. I wasn't like starstruck or anything. I just figured, oh, they're too busy. They'll be assholes like typical people who get big or whatever. That was just my impression. And nobody did that. Everyone that came back to Joe was like, absolutely, I would love to be on your show. What time, what day? Everyone was very, very nice about everything. So it was a shock for me because just to see how nice people were and so accepting. And then it just kind of took off from there as we met more people. We were introduced to more platforms and more little groups and just ways to make the podcast bigger. But it was just, it was really awesome to see how much people just wanted to help and share and help everyone grow. It's really neat. Yeah, see, and I love the community. And yes, big shout out to the boys from Dangerous World. Love you bunches. Um, Ryan makes me crack up laughing. He's so crazy. (laughs) Um, Brandon, I love you too. Uh, Brandon loves me because I do not like Bill Gates, but he still accepts me and loves me for who I am. Uh, We agree um, to disagree on those things. (laughs) You know, and like everybody, like black pill guys and and literally everybody that I've met that has a show are so nice. There's only a couple of people that I've reached out to that were complete jackholes about being on the show. 
And it's almost always the female that are the problems. Like the dudes, I vibe with the dudes better. I do. And I guess that's because I'm not a frou-frou kind of chick, maybe. Yeah. Um, But we get along so much better. And, like, the girls are like, oh, no, like, I'm totally too busy. Oh, yeah. yeah. We cat. haven't dealt with totally that cat. yet. I think it helps that I'm sandwiched between two dudes because I'm the same way as you. I'm not, I'm not like, oh my God, like, let's talk about my feelings or whatever. Let's the fuck. get to the mall care. and get yeah. a manicure. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the store and get more beer. That's yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> we need Keystones and American yeah. Spirits. Who wants to go? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, what are your, um, like this question is going to be for Ben. What is your favorite kind of show to do or your favorite kind of thing to talk about? Because I know you're not real big into political stuff, but what kind of things are you into? What's the, what's the Ben side? Whoa. Uh, I am, I am a Libra, so everything that I do, and I don't take that shit seriously at all, but it does describe me, so why leave it out of the story? Um, I find a balance to, you know, like, anytime somebody comes and wants to talk to me about anything, I, I'm already going all the way down all the rabbit trails to both sides to try to get that clearer picture in the middle. So for me, the, my favorite, uh, which honestly, I thought you were going to ask what my favorite color was, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. <laughs> Um, you were like, I would say that my favorite thing to talk about is uh, probably psychology. Um, yeah, I was like, God damn it, blue, emerald, what do you want? Um, probably psychology <laughs> just because, to me, the idea of how somebody's brain works is how you end up figuring out where they're going to go. So not necessarily based off of history alone, um, but... The psychology of what makes people tick in the moment, how their brain is working and processing. To me, that's probably the most important because human behavioral psychology like that, you can have a really good educated guess on what will happen next, how that person is going to process new information. And so to me, that goes into every route. It goes into how you interact with that person. If you know that they're more receptive to a particular manner, then you try your delivery in that manner. If you know that they're immediately apprehensive about a delivery, then you change it. And what that does is that actually gets that conversation to a mutual meeting ground. And for me, the whole psychology behind human behavior is, it's not even, I I wouldn't say that it's even as much of a hobby or um, something that I really started coming naturally to me in my teen years an eye out for it and started really enjoying keeping uh, an eye on people and people watching and, um, you know, voice inflections and facial expressions. I think they call them micro expressions, Um, little tiny things that you can notice on a person to kind of get that feeling of, you know, where their head is despite what their words might say, which to me speaks a lot louder than people's words. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more with you. Um, I actually did a whole episode on, psychology experiments and things like that and of course me coming from uh, a nursing background and teaching medical school and stuff psychology to me is fascinating and it is also 
fascinating the ties from the psychology experiments to the actual CIA and the kind of experiments psychology-wise that they conducted on people um, is flabbergasting. Like if people ever want to delve into that, it is the most interesting subject that I think you could ever think about in terms of the human mind and the human psyche and, and how people are going to react. So, I 100% agree. Well, and I think, uh, I, I think the you know the biggest thing that really kind of gets me is I'm I'm not so much into the deep um, subconscious psychology, the the little things that make a person kind of uh, think a certain way um, in the way of like a the deep, the deeper like feelings and in, in psychology. I'm not really into that as much as I am like little ticks and the actual human behavioral part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, this, what the CIA has done with psychology and it, that leads off into rabbit trails for unconventional warfare, CIA black sites, um, and everything that has gone into that is horrifying. It is, uh, very interesting and also just absolutely horrifying. Um, I would say that it, for me, it got really started around probably the age of my son's age when Joe was pro I think Joe would have been about 12. Um, my, our sister's uh, ex-husband now, um, he used to get the original works of uh, Sherlock Holmes by Arthur Conan Doyle. And I remember at a very young age reading through all of those novels. And I, I loved how it was written because he would just do the most random shit. And then everything would get explained as to why he did this random shit and how he solved the mystery. And, and to me, that was just absolutely awesome. It, it, the idea that there were these little functionalities behind doing stuff that either some people didn't understand or that you could pick up on in the way of him being a detective that later on would actually tell you who that person was. Dirty knees, dirty hands, things of that nature. And so now anytime I'm meeting somebody you know in person for the first time i <laughs> i'm already scanning them for all of those different things that i can try to like pull off of them um, and kind of get a sense to it uh, we used to make it a game at my old job where the way that a person drove into the parking lot how they parked the kind of car they drove how they got out their walk up to the door was all something that we would try to deduct as to like what that person was going to be like and for the most part you can pretty much get it spot on if you get a big old truck and comes racing into the parking lot and then parks like an a-hole and gets out like he owns the place, chances are you can probably guess how he's going to be when he gets inside the store. <laughs> you can tell a lot uh, so from a person ask, by how they drive um, for sure. Does that mean that you enjoy oh, people watching yeah. as well and predict uh, like people's situations or, you know, like, that couple is not married. That couple is actually having an affair or whatever. Do you do that when you're, do you people watch? Yeah. And I, I'll make assumptions, but they're never like audible just, to, just because you never really know the story. Um, so I, I definitely will do that. Uh, driving is another thing where I do that is I'm constantly looking at like the patterns of the cars and, where certain cars are a little bit off farther and things like that. So like I'm 
the biggest thing for me is that if I, if I see something uh, that's a little out of place and I engage that person in a conversation, my point of engaging them is to try to draw out the unanswered questions <laughs> that I have for them. And it's usually never like direct questions. It's just a really, you know, surfacey conversation that I'm trying to figure out uh, and things as to what they're saying. Like, oh, yeah, uh, now, I, now I see it. Um, I don't usually uh, say anything about what I'm seeing on somebody just because, I, you know, you could be wrong. So, so, Jen, tell me, what is your favorite kind of show to do? What are you into? Oh, me? Sorry. I, like, <laughs> lost my, my earbud for a sec. Um, I actually like all our shows, so it's hard. I, I used to hate the super political ones. I'm going to start with what I hate first. <laughs> I'm like, here's what I hate. I'll tell you what I like next. Um, I just didn't follow all this stuff, so what we did a lot in the beginning was uh, political stuff, which is fine. I paid attention to all of it. I just kind of was watching it from a different perspective and people would like name drop and be like, you know, this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and this fact, 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 fact. And I was like, not interested because I can see what's happening without name dropping. Like, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know all of these people to be able to tell what's just about to happen. So as far as like where society's going, so it doesn't matter. Um, so I would really enjoy the podcast where we talked about like aliens and shit or like Bigfoot or something crazy that like, is probably still happening. Um, other dimensions, things like that were like my favorite to do. We had a couple alien abduction episodes that we had on for a while. Um, and those were pretty great. And now I still like the political ones. I have a lot more to say. Um, I just don't like when people are like, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. <laughs> those are the ones I'm like, oh, okay. I think I Name went. dropper. Well, no, it just it's hard to keep about, up with like, all of it. Have you seen this news article? And there's blah 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 blah, blah and it's just like fact, 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 fact. And I'm like, oh, cool, that sounds super interesting. I'm gonna go literally do anything else. I, <laughs> I don't know, I'm read a book about aliens. So clean my kitchen floor with a toothbrush. That's what I'm yeah. gonna do because that's more fun. Yeah. But I like all our shows now because we just talk to people, and the people that come around that want to do shows with us that we're able to get on are all super cool and chill. And we just always end up having a good conversation. So I think we have it all dialed in now. I don't mean to be so general, but I love all of our shows now. Every single one I look forward to just because it's like, what's going to happen next? I'm just curious to hear what this person has to say. I want to see their personality, see how they are, see if they're cool. They must be. And they always are. I've, we, I haven't been let down one time. Like we always have awesome people on. It's great to meet everybody. So I don't know. I don't have a long drawn out story like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like them all. <laughs> He's famous for his diatribes. So. Uh, but no, but I had to hey, start ben with said, ben. <laughs> Oh God. Ben said that's not at all the, about him that's long and drawn out. Anyways. <laughs> I'll be brief. So we had this running joke that was so funny that I will share with you. <laughs> Ben's about to know in six seconds. So like... Uh, <laughs> He, he used to write things. We used to have a kick chat. <laughs> so when we played the video game, I actually met Ben first. So Ben was the first person I met on the game. Joe didn't even play the game because he's like, that's fucking dumb. I'm not playing that shit. He said he did for sure. So like, I almost never met Joe. 
So Ben played the game and he was such a Nazi about the rules. And I just was like, dude, this guy, like, he needs to fucking get a fucking life. Like, dude, calm down. It's a game. Like, we're playing a game right now. And so we would have these kick chats and he'd be like, all right, listen, I'll be brief. And then he would literally he'd click on it and it would be like, like this huge text thread that was like a novel to read. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks for being brief. And that's how Ben <laughs> is. So every time he does that, which is frequent, we'll be like, oh, I'll be brief. <laughs> no big deal. This is all true. <laughs> he knows. He is. He's just like poor Ben. He's just trying to be thorough. <laughs> he is thorough. No, Ben and I actually think a lot alike in so many different ways. So I'm not shitting on him at all. So in the game, we actually did not, he didn't like me just as much as I didn't like him. Like, I'll be fair with that. We were both like, fuck you. And then I, I used to tell him, I said, dude, you're like the little brother I never had. And then he became my little brother-in-law. So it was kind of like a little, little full circle. But no, he's like one of my best friends. I love Ben. Like, he's one of my favorite people ever on earth. So I was wrong. She's macking on you, Ben. Ooh, yeah. Hey. Do you want to have a threesome with your brother? Ooh. Whatever. JK. Way JK. Hey. California's not like that. Yeah, we aren't in Tennessee. It's south, it's okay. Yeah, right. Get I a little moonshine in you. Thank you. <laughs> that would be Louisiana or Kentucky. Ooh, right? Fucking Cajuns. <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> exactly. So, Joe, what's your favorite kind of show to do, or what do you not like? Um, I I'm kind of in agreement with Jen. The last, especially the last couple months, every show we've done has been great. Like, I have such a great time with it. I think it's because we kind of know what we're doing now. I mean, kind of. But uh, it was such a pain <laughs> in the ass the first couple shows because it was so technical. Like, I couldn't really conver- you know, concentrate on what we were doing because I was doing all the tech shit. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I want it to sound good, you know. So I didn't get to really uh, focus on what the actual conversation. But the last few, we have it in such a groove now that... I like all of them, but as far as a subject, I definitely like the more like sp- uh, spiritual or magic conversations. We have tons of weird people on there. Uh, Miguel Connor with the Gnosticism, and then Micah Dank with the Astro Theology. There's yeah, just mind blowing. Oh, did oh, you? Nice. Yeah, yep. We did a show about that, and um, we're talking about a future show. So hell yeah. I think yeah. he's been on three times now. I think Miguel's been on three yeah. times too. But yeah, they that mashup was awesome. We did a live stream with them last week, and uh, that kind of stuff is definitely in my wheelhouse because I like we grew up, you know, super religious. So I like that kind yeah, of stuff, especially rebuttals to all the all the spiritual stuff. So I love right. expanding my knowledge of all that stuff, and that that's been what most of the show has been is us learning things we didn't know before. That's why it's exciting now, because now that we have the tech a- aspects down, I can just focus on these people that come on that I'm like, I can't believe you're coming on my show, but that's awesome. I'm going to learn some shit from you. <clears throat> but what I exactly. don't like, definitely agree with Jen again, is the politics shit. It it had its place at the time, especially last November, December, January, and it was fun only because we just get hammered and just talk shit on politicians, because I hate all of them. So that was fun. At the time, but now it's just beating a dead horse. Biden's a fucking moron. 
or he's lost his mind and he's it's just elder abuse. Without either way, <laughs> either way, I'm tired of talking about him. As good as his sound drops are, uh, probably the political stuff. I'm just over it. I'm so tired of it. That's why we tried to after the uh, inauguration. I guess we were like, let's pivot away from this shit. This is annoying. It's probably a distraction. Let's uh, look at the stars. Talk about stars. Let's talk about uh, I don't know, old books. Let's do that. Yeah, and see, I love, like, with my show, I love going in a thousand different directions because everybody has a different story, and that's why I really love interviewing people even um, that you, you know, a lot of people would say off the streets, but, like, everyday people that aren't podcasters and stuff because they have the most interesting stories to share about, you know, their life or things they went through or you know whatever but I have literally been all over the map with my shows I mean we've done like health shows hidden cancer cures you know astrotheology uh psychology <coughs> political stuff I've literally been down like every path and and I love it because every week is different you never know what the hell you're going to get. <laughs> that's kind awesome. of what this has morphed no, into. Is we, That's why when you said uh, anything you want to talk about, I'm like, I don't know. We just kind of like start talking to these people and it goes wherever it goes. It's fun. It's, yep. To me, it's more fun that way. I don't know if it's as fun for the listener, but um, I know. Whatever. I was thinking the same thing. So those are definitely my favorite shows where people are like, <laughs> who cares? And you know what it stems back to is where when Joe wanted to start the podcast, my very indifference to his idea is like the very thing that I'm like so attracted to now that we do the show I'm like oh yes indifference like yeah let's go for it so I guess I was supportive the whole time yeah because you never know what crazy shit somebody's gonna say and we're good at me and Ben and Jen are good at riffing off of people so if we have some crazy (laughs) we're usually on the same level with we're like oh we know where this dude's going. We like, can let's, usually uh, feel people out and be like, "Let's make jokes." Uh, but <laughs> everyone, including you, that we've talked to, especially very recently, has been so cool and chill. We can just talk about anything. We can tell we're on the same page, and it's not weird or challenging or like we don't have a yeah. weird conversation after. Like that was kind of oh, what the fuck, but that hasn't happened <laughs> at all. Except tonight, you're gonna you're gonna no. hang up and be like, what "Hell the no, fuck? let's not do that again." No uh, way, we're gonna be like, "You've already been on our show." Natty Light, just like we used to drink. <laughs> Keystone Light. If we didn't get addicted to the White Claw that hooked us, Shh, fucking don't, Ryan. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I already told her. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did tell me about that, and um, it was an yeah, experiment. My first gone thought in my head was sissy, sissy fuck. But then yeah. she explained it, and I was like, okay. No, it totally is. I I will own that. We were trying not to get addicted. I was my goal was to be like, this shit blows, Ryan. Your cousin's dumb or his friend or whatever. And I came home and I'm like, ooh, it's really good actually. Oh shit. It got it's like a worm that got into my head and now it's eating my brain. I don't even think it's uh that great. It's just something that I could deal with. I I I think I'm getting old because I literally have to water down my white claw with water and I'm like, uh I just can't handle the hang anymore. We feel a lot better. That's though. so funny because how old are you? We're me different ages. Yeah. Oh, I'm thirty. I gotta think about thirty-four. Yeah. Are you like Jen? How old are you? I'm forty-one. <laughs> okay, Ben. How old are you? I think I'm like got you all beat. So I need to hear this. 
Ben's the youngest. He's like 30, 30, 30, 31, 30, 30. He'll respond in six seconds. <laughs> oh, I think we answered for him. He motioned with his hand, so. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm the parent of this group. How old are you? I, I am fifty. I will be oh, fifty-one no way. in November. Yeah. A fifty is the new forty. Remember. Fifty is yeah. the new thirty because forty is the new twenty. Oh you right. The I think. Thing, <laughs> yeah, the great thing about um, being fifty though is. One, you just really don't have any bag of fucks to give about anything. <laughs> um, I really don't care if I hurt somebody's feelings. I really don't care if somebody listens and they're like, oh my God, that word is so offensive. Triggering. Uh, if you if you get offended or triggered, uh, my show is not the one for you. <laughs> Trust me on that one. You're like, yeah. move along. But, yeah. Hmm. But no, I, I love being at my age because, like, I'm kind of a squirrely character, which you guys probably figured out anyway. And so, like, my whole goal in life is to embarrass our kids. Oh, yeah. And it's so, the best. Like, I'll go to concerts with my daughter, like the Vans Warp Tour or something. Nice. And I'll be up, like, yeah, dancing and, <laughs> you know, acting a fool. And she's like, fuck, mom, like, totally sit down. Like, sit down. That's, like, embarrassing. And I'm like, you asked me to come. I'm just having a good time. Yeah. You're like, YOLO. Oh, wait. Do people still say that? (laughs) I don't say that. But I'm like, yeah. So That's like something that an old person would say. Like I would say, thinking that it's something young people would say. Be like, come on, guys. YOLO, right? They'd be like, yeah, no. We don't don't say that. You you need to know when things like go out. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we don't take duck face photos anymore either. Mm-mm. Thank God that yeah. shit was dumb. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Where did that go? It should go the way of the mom's uh, '80s butt. You know, I don't know why that came back in, but it needs to go away as well. The '80s butt jeans. Yeah, they came I don't, back. That yeah. came My back. My daughter specifically asked for them. She's like, she I want mom, mom jeans. jeans. No, you like, don't. What are you talking what? about? <laughs> I can call my yeah. mom because that's when those were cool. <laughs> With the high waist and all butt. that mm-hmm. like yeah. makes your butt look. It looks yeah. like yeah. the Twin Towers. It's insane. Why are you wearing that? <laughs> Somebody ride a plane into yeah. that. <laughs> you gotta lift that shit up. Yeah. Ooh, that's a sex joke. <laughs> I'm gonna ride a plane into your Twin Towers with Ooh. those mom jeans. <laughs> Park your car in my garage, baby. Yeah. Oh, giggity. <laughs> Uh, I'm so happy that you guys are on here with me and that, uh, you know, shout out to Ryan for hooking me up with you guys. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gotta love it. Fun times. So, so anyways, like, um, tell me, like, what are your, what are your intentions? What are your plans for the future as far as your podcast goes? Like, Provided we have electricity and magnetic fields still. (laughs) Yeah, as long as we have internet, I don't know. We're just going to keep talking into microphones and putting them out. Uh, Like you said, at the beginning, I kind of, I wasn't worried about people getting offended. I knew some people were definitely going to be just, you know, whatever. No, yeah, not yet. We're not big enough. Any hate. Yeah, <laughs> don't say true. don't say the word retard because people don't like retard. 
I've said that a lot, I said retard on our last show, actually. I was like, that's fucking retarded. And then I was like... Oh no. No, it's too wait. good of a word. I'm not, I couldn't I'm not censoring that one. I was one. like, the recording though. That's such a great word. I'm not <laughs> I'm not calling a retarded person retarded. That that's stupid. I, when I say that word, I'm not thinking of like you know, a handicapped kid or something. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a dumb person. You know? But, but yeah, <laughs> I was kind of the same <laughs> whoever's offended by it will be so mad at that. I was kind of worried about stuff like that, like little shit we let slide in our everyday conversations that I'm like, somebody's going to get offended at that. And then Don't as soon as we started... show. It's a choice. Sorry. As soon as we started going, though, I was like, you know what? I really don't care anymore. Whatever. I Actually, bring the hate mail on. I will take you on toe-to-toe right now. Like, come at me. Nobody has. So that's good. But as far as where we're going, we're just going to keep doing this. Uh, I've been trying to book guests. I mean, we we're booked out for... I guess it's been a little bit. I guess about two weeks now. We just have random ass fucking people come on, and it's fun every time. Mm-hmm. And the whole Rockfin thing though. has brought a new level of fun to it because now we're doing video stuff, and that was a new thing to learn. But uh, that's well, I guess we're probably going to try to pivot towards Rockfin instead of Patreon. I don't get the whole Patreon thing anyway. It kind of mm-hmm. drives me nuts, but. Uh, yeah, we're just going to keep going until we get the plug pulled on us like you did. <laughs> you are on my show, so you guys might be next on the nailed list. I just won't I use your show. name in the title of this one. I, I, did, I did a show with um, my friend NY Patriot from the Occult Rejects, and uh, he was on my show, and then I did his show later on. He posted it to YouTube, and as soon as he posted it, YouTube sent him a message, uh, took the video down, and then, uh, like, put him in YouTube jail for however long. (laughs) I've heard enough about YouTube from uh, this whole community lately that I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, don't post anything on there. I don't, but we've been on YouTube a couple times on other shows, and I'm like, how long is that going to be there? Because I'm not uploading shit to YouTube. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of funny, though, um, like, talking about, like, getting things banned or whatever. Like, I am on account number five now on uh, Twatter. (laughs) Oh, wow. You know, you can't go after journalists, um, especially Brian Stelter um, or Gemma Costa. You can't say anything about them because I called Gemma Costa a baboon. Uh, (laughs) I got my account taken down i called shame, shame. um <laughs> i called uh brian stelter a clown face punchbacker <laughs> <laughs> that's not even a swear oh come on he didn't oh. like the clown face fudgebacker I, I made a picture of him a meme like i took a picture of his face and i put really bright pink cheeks you know like the old circus things or like Raggedy Ann and Andy where they had like the red circles that made real pink ones and I put like real thick blue eyeshadow on oh him my and God. stuff. Put a little bow in his hair and, and posted that along with that um, caption. Yeah, I got booted. Off For there. that? Just... Seriously? Yes. Uh, Kathy Griffin um, can have a severed Trump head but not get booted off Twitter for that. Well, yes, that's different. Um, so, you know... <sighs> It is what it is, and 
there's always going to be somebody that's irritated <laughs> or um, agitated at anything you say or whatever. Like, I responded to somebody's Instagram story they sent me earlier today, and I said, that's fucking gay. <laughs> and I got a warning because I said gay. And I was like, not gay as in gay, but gay as in that's Wait, fucking was stupid. Was it a penis inside a man's asshole? Because I feel like you would have been totally valid, right? Well, <laughs> that's fucking much. gay. That is gay. It, it. You know what it was? It was. I said fucking gay because it was a um, TikTok video of nurses at a COVID vaccination site. That is fucking gay. Oh, that in is. your defense, this dance thing, and there's like literally. 40 employees in there, not a single fucking patient, and they're dancing around and ooh, slopping the hand sanitizer on and all these things and like showing patients to different or showing people how the flow moves from different tables and whatever. And I'm watching it, it's like two minutes and 30 seconds. And I was like, that was so fucking gay. <laughs> no, warning. I agree. Yeah. Fucking IG warning because I said gay. Wow. Come on. You got to start yeah. encoding your messages and use the A with the twirly on the top and the fair, Y with other shit. You know? In that in that tense that you said fucking gay, uh, it could also be taken as seen in, in men's assholes. So <laughs> it's not like either way that you define it, you were wrong. They're both, they're both completely valid for your story. They're both fucking exactly. gay. Yeah. They could be sticking needles in their assholes, for all we know. I mean... I hear you get higher if you do that. I think the world is taking shortcuts. They're just like, cancel, cancel, ass, cancel, ass cancel. Lobs. Instead of just teaching people to just not give a fuck. Just be like, oh, that hurts your feelings? Here's what you can do. You can either get super pissed and really feelingy about it, or you could not give a fuck. And that's a choice. That you are not making world because it's very I frustrating. I saved 15% on stress by switching to not giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Fuck it all. It's a, it's a, it is fuck it all. And that is why, like, I think my life is drama-free, stress-free, and it's, like, so easy every single day because I just really do not care if I <laughs> hurt somebody's feelings. I just don't. It does make it easy. Have you ever seen the yeah. fuck it all commercial on YouTube? It's a, yes. a that's like my favorite thing, which he's like, fuck it all. After I started taking exactly. fuck it all, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's like my favorite. Everyone needs a little bit of fuck it all and stop being I so wish they, butthurt. I wish they really made fuck it all because I would totally get them to sponsor my show. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's called lithium. I think they still make that. <laughs> They they I do make fuck it all. Need. It's called heroin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. Any heroin uh, dealers you want to sponsor my show? Just kidding. Just kidding. They're too busy spending all their money on heroin to sponsor your show. Exactly. They're all sorry. I can't pay you. <laughs> Thank you. I said it. I know you won't hear it until way delayed, but that was perfect. That was perfect, Bill. Thank out, you for actually. that. <laughs> So, you know, like talking about, like you guys mentioned that the anal swabs for COVID. And I just want to say, um, 
you cannot swab for respiratory virus um, in the butthole. I might have worked for a physician in the past that when somebody came in for um, like a sinus infection or sore throat, uh, we would do a, a vaginal swab to see if she had a, a vag infection. And I was like... That's weird. That's a fetish. Um, that is not that is not a diagnostic tool that is just being a fucking creep and so you know i'm just saying if people think that uh, swabbing the pooper to get a respiratory virus uh is real then i will tell you stories about the girls with glitter on their vaginas um when they have a respiratory infection just say wow is that a sign of a respiratory infection glitter on the vagina I feel no. like that would be the next news. Glit- if you have glitter on your vagina, you might have COVID. Talk to your doctor about not being a slut. <laughs> there is a name for you, ladies. Yeah. We, you know, now, I, have, I have so Janet, many stories. Janet, you said that you yeah. can't check for a respiratory virus by swabbing your butthole. Right. But I think... You know, you might be able to uh, stick a few more up there if you're tested. If it goes all Either the way one. up, if it goes all the way up to your throat or your lungs, you're definitely a whore. Then <laughs> that's totally the next. That's totally the next test, though. They're like, here's how we test. It actually kills you when we yeah, test just, you, but we you have know, to shove it through all of your organs. To be fair, and then swab it, it from your ass inside of your lungs. To be fair, you, you know sh- should tested. be dead. So here They're you like, go. Well, you're gonna die from our test, but you also tested negative for COVID. So, but you also have gonorrhea and chlamydia and uh, every other nameable. <laughs> you died from being a whore, but good job wearing your mask. <laughs> I, I put a meme up of that a while ago of like a fat person like with a burger and a soda and everything else wearing a mask like because I care about other people's health. I care about health. So I'm going to wear uh, the mask I like debate. I unstuck myself from my chair. We yeah. talked about that with uh, Truzilla, how COVID fatigue has just got everybody now. We're just so fucking I'm so over like debating people about the mask and the vaccine that I just don't care anymore. I'm like, if you're that. Stuff. If you're just gonna just do what you're told, just fucking go do it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna even explain my side of it anymore because you're not gonna listen anyway. Just go do it. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, but you know the good thing is that uh, Bill De Blasio uh, did a press conference today. I don't know if you guys saw it. He was absolutely stuffing his face because now you can get a burger and fries from Shake Shack. If you prove that you got vaccinated, we lost Shake Shack so and Krispy Kreme. He was sitting there on the he was sitting there on the presser, like cramming French fries in his mouth, and he's like, oh, Jeez. "You can get these." <laughs> after you get a shot, and he's oh like, "Is it too early God. to eat this burger?" Oh, I got a burger too. Oh my God! If he's that like, he's like chomping on his food the whole time, and he's like, "Oh!" At the end, he's like, "This is what you get if you." provide proof of vaccination and then he strokes out if that doesn't describe uh idiocracy in america i don't know what they're all at butt fuckers mowing down on burgers (laughs) i was like that was the best 
press conference I think I've ever heard you give because uh, at least I heard you smacking your food instead of smacking your jaws. So it's great. <laughs> and now over to President Camacho. And Biden's <laughs> like, oh, fucking where I will. I don't know. Here's Tylenol Jones. My <laughs> <laughs> got hairy legs. <laughs> like, uh, like I wouldn't uh, catch rubble in the pool. And there was cockroaches. <laughs> And Corn Pop was a bad dude. He's I like, miss that sound. The leg hair would go down, oh, and then yeah. it would dry up and just pop back up. <laughs> like what the fuck? He's too easy to make <laughs> Why fun of, you though. Even like, tell that story ever, let alone in front of people for like. At this, at this point, making fun of Biden is punching down. I know, like I feel it's like it's grandpa. It's the low hanging fruit now. <laughs> he needs to just go to a home. Poor guy. <laughs> He's gonna live out his days on a farm well, somewhere. You guys heard? You guys heard what he did at one of his. Uh, one of his little press conference things, right? He uh, he had answered some questions. <laughs> he went off the stage, and then somebody asked him another question. So he goes back to the microphone and goes, "I'll I'll answer a, a couple more questions. I'm I'm gonna be in so much trouble." Yeah, I and, did like, hear that. And like looks off to the side as he said that, and it's like, "You're the president of the United States. Who are you in Who trouble are with? You getting <laughs> trouble with? Like Kamala Harris." And her swinging dick, like what? It's it's question and answer time. Well, listen to this one. I think about headboard Harris, <laughs> camel toe Harris. Yeah. Did you hear this one? I don't know if you, you probably did, but listen to this one. Constitution opens with words as trite as it sounds. We the people. It was time to remember that we the people are the government. Fucking seriously. Yeah. Well, that's. That's kind of true. Um, not to get real political or anything, but the whole government set up in 1776, um, that was a sellout. We are not a constitutional uh, republic by any means. Uh, we are uh, an, an, an industry. La, 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 la. A corporation, really, that. yeah. Yeah, we're a corporation that... Um, <coughs> Anytime you're born and you get a social security number, they sell you. Um, and so, like, the, the the government really does own you. They, they sold you as a commodity. So, so he I could be ask. kind of correct, but where's the fact checkers, like, disputing their mainstream narrative on that one? Well, are you talking about the hookers at Snopes? Uh, oh, well, yeah, any of those, Snopes. yeah. The Rooters. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is bunking going on of some kind, but it doesn't debunking. <laughs> debunking. Just saying, we got a lot of hookers. Hookers working there. Hookers and blow. <laughs> Isn't that Bill Gates funded anyway, the Snopes thing? Yeah, I should totally start my own uh, fact check website. I should do that. Are you guys game? Yeah. You could be my fact checkers. It's like the Babylon Bee like, of fact-checking. You right? could be like, Fuck, yeah. this story is totally fake because it's fucking gay. That's, <laughs> <not> <laughs> really yeah. That's the notice we on everything. This is that. fucking gay. That was part That's of when exactly we started. That's what I was the... going to say. My fact-checks would not be fact at all. It would just be witty. <laughs> <laughs> but they'd also be a little bit fact. I mean, do you remember the story of Buddy the dog? So when before we started oh, the yeah. podcast, right when COVID hit and we were all very skeptical of it, the, there was a, an article, I, I would read articles every day, and I would read them and realize what people were thinking. I wasn't reading them, like, thinking these articles were real. 
I was reading them like, holy shit, what is the world reading right now? And I read one awesome one about Buddy, the German Shepherd, the first dog to test positive for COVID and die. And it was like a German Shepherd. And the 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 picture was like a person with perfectly manicured fingernails holding like a just a frame of this German Shepherd. And they're like, Buddy, the German Shepherd has been the first dog to die from COVID. And I was like, that's obviously not fucking real. Anyone who believes that is a fucking idiot. We called him Sweet Boy, too. Yeah, it's a perfect it's perfect dog. The fucking police dog. The canine unit dog. A German Shepherd. His name was Buddy. Like, <laughs> he could probably fucking dunk a basketball. Like, fuck you. So it was just was a he, stock Was photo. he Buddy the German Shepherd that got a mail-in <laughs> voting ballot? Same one, yeah. That's why he died, honestly. It wasn't from COVID. <laughs> He got suicided. <laughs> he was on the Clinton hit list. <laughs> yep, he got zipped. He zipped himself into a suitcase and threw himself into a river. They That's should they be do. suiciding uh, Biden's dogs. <laughs> Biden's dogs keep shitting all over the White House. <laughs> Are you sure it was the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They catch Biden at 3 o'clock in the morning. They're like, Mr. President, what are you doing? Oh, I don't know. He's like, I thought the bathroom was out here. I was like, shit. I was was taking a poop. He's like, come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. What happens to people, like, when they get older? Okay, so. They got um, all this green grass. You guys have a lot of great things to look forward to when you get older. Because you know how, like. Um, old people will like walk through the supermarket and like just fart when they walk. Yeah. Oh, I do that anyway. Right. On purpose. Right. And you can you can get away with that when you're older <laughs> because people don't care. Um, but that goes for like poop too. Because, <laughs> like you can I can't eat wait. stuff. You can eat stuff when you get older and you're like, oh, try to let a fart, and you actually <laughs> shit yourself. Okay, so you, no, I you do shit that. yourself, you shit your pants, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, well, like, I, yeah. We actually have that a whole episode come, about that. that I was just going to say that. That didn't come out as planned. <laughs> We've all shit our pants. We have a whole episode called Have You Shit Your Pants Lately? <laughs> one of our highest. If you want to listen to one that. One of our one. highest <laughs> listened we episodes. Have to be that age for this. <laughs> yeah. After I just shit my pants last year, hello. so like whatever. Uh, it's literally it's like anything. I, if I have too much of anything, it's it might be a shit in my pants. I'm, yeah, I haven't nailed it down yet. <laughs> we haven't trusted our farts for years. No, just kidding. They fart. I don't fart. Should I, just, just should I tell the story yeah, ethnicity we had of shitting our pants? Yeah, do it. Fuck it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> what are we talking about? All right, so so here's the thing. So when I was working Saturdays, uh, Joe was also working uh, Saturdays occasionally. So I had just gotten over like a four-day stomach bug, and I was only working the four-hour shift for overtime on the weekend. Joe was working uh, courier that, that day as well. And so every now and again, he'd stop by. We'd have a cigarette, or he'd grab a cup of coffee, well, I had this customer come in. Uh, his name was Eric Grossen. He worked at Chuck's Coin, <laughs> and uh, it's like a it's like a gold store, right? So he was buying his system, his solar system, outright, and uh, he would come in. He'd make these payments in like large, large amounts of cash. 
well, he walks into the store and I had felt way better than I had the previous four days. So I'm just in like jeans and my work shirt and I felt like I had to fart. So I did and immediately regretted it because I not only shit my pants, but I could feel it uh, like that. You know, like when you squeeze your butt cheeks together after you think you might have shit your and then you just feel wet. I did that yep. and I immediately Swampy. clenched my ass so hard to try to like, I don't know, keep keep the smell in or something. And so I look at him and I'm it's like, instinct. hey, I need to go to the bathroom. And he's like, oh, no worries, man. I would do too. I'll use the one out front. So I walk with just the bottom parts of my legs like I have an evergreen up my butt back to the bathroom. And I then proceed to take off my underwear and throw them away and then clean up the rest. Of have to. Luckily, I didn't get any poo in my pants. So now I'm going back out to finish the transaction and I'm going commando and I'm thinking the whole time I'm like, don't do it. Don't trust a fart. So I put my on this awesome NFP. It's called a no farting policy. And I finished the transaction. Not probably five minutes later, I get a text from Joe and he goes, dude, you'll never guess what just happened. I just shit my pants and I had to use my underwear to wipe. And then I had to throw my underwear away in my FedEx trash can. I need to get this out of my van. Can I please put it in your dumpster? And I go, bro. I just crapped my pants and also had to throw them away. So yes, you can. So he shows up to my work and we both are looking at each other. We just saw each other's dicks for the first time. And I'm like, okay, we need to like never tell. Of course, this is the, one of the most told stories that I've ever had. But ever since then, we've just kind of called sharding yourself grossening in honor of my customer's last name. It's suiting. You know what's so you know what's awful is that those kind of stories are so flippin' funny because like I moved down here and my mom and my daughter came down here to visit one time and I took them to this chicken restaurant and that's world famous. They have really spicy chicken and whatnot and we leave and we're driving back to the house and it's like all the way across town. And I was like, oh, I'm going to let it fart. This is a little Magassi one. <laughs> and so I farted. I thought it was a fart. It wasn't. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, that feels really moist. <laughs> moist and squishy. And, and so I looked, and I had a bunch of napkins in the door uh, of my uh. car. And I was, like, stuck them down the back of my pants trying to be all sly and stuff. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I pull him out and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. That's confirmation that something bad happened. And so I start busting out laughing because everything's fucking funny to me. And I started busting out laughing and the more I laughed, the more I shit. <laughs> I bet. I was just going to say, did you shit more? Oh my god. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, driving, I'm driving down the interstate like laughing. <laughs> shit my pants <laughs> you just my gotta let it go at that point my family's in the car they're like oh my god rolling down the window 
A shit in the pants smells so bad. Like you underestimate the value of water in the toilet until it's not it's, there, and then it's oh, like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> good times. Oh good my times. god, you felt like a baby well, again. The worst part about crapping your pants is the fact that it's not like it's not like the smell dissipates like a right. fart. It, not like at all. you can't, you know, Does turn on not, the AC yeah. and roll your windows down, ah ha ha, and then it goes away. <laughs> No, it's got no, legs on it's it. it's like, it's there. And as a matter of fact, you kind of worry about it seeping into the seat. <laughs> you have to, especially if it's mushy. Oh, yeah. Oh, we always end up on poop. We just talked about this a couple episodes ago, about how we always end up talking about shit. I don't know why. It's because funny. shitting in your pants is hilarious because it, nobody expects it, it. First of all, why it's funny is that nobody expects it. They're like, I'm going to fart. And then they're like, oh, my God. And they're terrified. That sheer terror that people have, that's what makes me laugh. Well, I think uh, people don't I've expect people it. to share with the world either, but we don't yeah, but care. You know Everyone's had You know, the funny, yeah, the funny thing is, like, um, there's so many people that are like, oh, that's so gross. Like, you totally shit your pants. I've never done that. Bullshit. And they get real judgy. And then all of a sudden I get a text message and they're like, you're never going to guess what happened. And I'm like, karma, bitch. No, that was the uh, the old liar test is you uh, if you want to tell if somebody's a liar, you say, have you ever taken a poop and then looked at it before you flushed it? If they say no, fucking liar. Everybody they're looks lying. at their shit. Yeah, they're like, sure. yeah, I totally check that because I want to make sure there's it's for health like, reasons. No, yeah, like aliens or like anything like that in the bowl yeah we also want to know your uh metabolic rate so if you see the corn in there you know it's been okay six seven okay it's been about eight hours good metabolic rate all right i want to see it's worth a picture that's a good mental reminder for me because then it'll tell me like what i ate for dinner last night i'll be like oh now i remember I don't remember corn. eating corn. You're like, my shit's black. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Blueberries, blueberries. Fuck, okay, I'm not. Well, no, that. and also, it's really good to check them out because sometimes they are photo worthy. Uh, ben hates this, mm. but I used to send him my shit all the time because I would have an epic log that was just unimaginably long or like, uh, you know, curly or <laughs> whatever they are. They're amazing. They make art. So I would send them to him and he would just be like, cool. Thanks. I'm like, dude, look at it. It's like 13 inches long. That's amazing. I sent you that risky so thing. You recognize. Like a chainsaw. Okay, here's why <laughs> I would get upset. Okay, you got to understand the context. I would end up, he didn't have, he had to go to work way earlier than I did. So he'd wake up, he'd get his morning coffee, do his thing, he'd take a shit, he'd take a picture of it and send it to my phone. Guess who didn't have to be up that early? Me. So now I am waking up every morning to something that came out of Joe's butt. That is not the way I want to start my day. Put your so I asked him, hey man, knock the fuck off. I don't want to see your shit every morning when I wake up anymore. So, of course, that encourages me to do it more because <laughs> it's funnier. It's like a Folgers commercial. The best part of waking up is shit, is shit pictures on, on your, your phone. phone. <laughs> Obviously. We could harmonize on that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys have any puke stories oh uh oh i puke all the time and not all the time i mean from time to time but i puke if i'm drinking too much especially if it's like hard alcohol i always puke while i'm peeing i don't know why that's a thing or if it's a thing for anyone else but i i can't count the number of times i've been at a bar peeing in the urinal 
and vomit at the same time. Also did it at Ben's house on my birthday a couple years ago. I'm outside peeing outside and oh. I just, uh-oh, too much alcohol. Bleh. Midstream, midstream, just barf. And then, so, like, then I forgot I barfed and went back in and grabbed another beer. I was just going to say, Joe was just like, oh, yeah, I barfed out back. Like, no big deal. Like, it wasn't even a problem. He wasn't concerned at all. He's like, oh, yeah, I just, like, I was pissing and I puked. Duh, that's what happens. Whatever. No, you puked in our sink one time, though. You're just like, hold on. And I was like, no, 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 no. And you were like, Bleh, like, in the sink. I was like, no, Oh, I plugged up a sink at a bar one time, too. That was bad. And at our house. No big deal. Did, did he remember doing it, though? In the sink at your house. Oh, yeah. We yeah. always remember. We don't get blackout drunk. We just get stomach. Drunk enough to barf, apparently. Yeah. I barf at every... Not barf. I gag at everything. <laughs> I have a I gag just, noise I'm still trying to figure out to this day to why I barf when I'm drunk while I'm peeing. It happens a lot. More <laughs> than it should, I guess. But I would be sitting mid... Like, you're midstream. Like, you should, you know, be having a relaxing pee. And then it's like, uh-oh, nope. Here it comes. So just, I know that sounds inconvenient, but it would be so much inconvenient. more inconvenient to have a penis if I had to pee and puke at the same time. It would, it would be, on be the floor, really yeah. hard to make that work out in a good way, I guess. I don't think I, I can I don't think there's a good way that toilet. can work out, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can get them both in the <laughs> urinal. It might be like a contest thing. I don't know. I I've, I've plugged up urinals. I've plugged up sinks. Uh, I can't remember the worst place I've puked. Probably when I was a kid, because when you're a kid, you don't really know. Ben, do you have any puke stories? I don't remember hearing any good puke stories from you. Wait for the lag. You talking about for me? Yeah. Puke? Are you thinking? Yarking? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, All right. Uh... Puke stories. I think probably the worst puke that I had was, yeah, yeah, yarking or yammied. Um, was I yammied really hard when I was at the academy? I had eaten a lot for lunch. I was in my full suit and I was sitting on the end of the row during church. And you know, like when you shouldn't be sick, but you start to feel it coming on and like, you try to you try to like tell yourself like no no it's just a wave of nausea it'll go away but in the back of your head you know you got a puke sitting there on the end of the row and I'm trying to tell myself oh no it's it's hot in here like you just catch it's indigestion dude it came out of nowhere but here was the crazy part I yarked all over the floor <laughs> in front of everybody during church and the craziest <laughs> part was that it was like a very like pudding consistency. It mounded up like two inches of concrete, still wet on the floor. You're very graphic. And I had to immediately. And I, the funny part was I didn't move. Like I just bent over in front of everybody and started yamming all over the place. <laughs> and it just kind of mounded up. And then like by the time I was done, I went to the back. And some of the some of the you know staff members are like, okay, we're gonna get that clean, stop church and everything. And the the pastor came up afterwards, and he's like, are you okay? And I was like, actually, I feel like way better after all of that. And he's all, dude, that was like two pounds of food you just added up on the floor. I'm all, yeah, yeah, it was a lot, oh. wasn't it? Like, uh, I really wish that would have just kind of like came out the other way, but it, it didn't two, at all. Two pounds of food actually reminds me of uh, being on the houseboat a couple years ago, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my cousin had made a bunch of like steak bites. 
Delicious, by the way, like ribeye steak bites. And I don't know what happened. We were smoking weed. I think that was the problem is I, I smoked weed after I drank. So I got kind of, but I thought I, I barfed off the side of the ah. boat. I'm on the second story of this fucking boat. And I thought I barfed off the side. Like I could swear to God. No, he came out the next morning. Like, <clears throat> <laughs> no, he comes out the next morning. He's like, who fucking barfed on the roof of the boat? I'm like, I barfed off the side, and he, he goes right over to where I was sitting, and there was a pile. Of, it looked like chunky dog food. Like, it was this pile of steak bites. That's but. because Joe, like, unhinges his jaw and just is like, oh, 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 and, like, doesn't even chew. He just, like, <coughs> ate them and was like, mm, awesome, let's drink. And oh. then they came back up. I got to tell you guys my puke story. Are you ready? Yeah. So... A couple of years ago, um, there used to be this bar that we would go to on a regular basis. And so uh, we were good friends with the bar owner at the time. And he's like, hey, for your birthday, let's have a lingerie party. And I'm like, dope. I'm down with that because, you know, I'm kind of a hooligan. And so we had this party. We go. We're having the best time. And everybody starts buying me shots. The bartender starts mixing things that she was making up as they go along. Hence, the story is why I'm going to say I don't drink liquor anymore. Um, Because, yeah, that's the last time I did and I will not do it again. But anyway, I had, I cannot tell you how many different kinds of alcohol on top of the beer that I normally drink. We had a friend that we had brought with us, and so we decided that we were going to drive him back home, and we're uh, driving on, you know, a big interstate. And I was like, oh, Greg, you got to pull the car over. I'm going to puke. And he's like, honey, um, we're on the interstate. There's nowhere to stop. Uh, can't stop right now. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I'm literally going to puke. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. So I rolled down my window. And for some reason, he rolls down his window a little bit. And the window's in the back seat. I hurl out the window. It whips around the car and literally comes in every one of the windows. That we <laughs> Plastered the headboard in the car. Our headliner in the car went all over the back seat, sprayed the person in the back seat, sprayed my husband. <laughs> it was literally everywhere. I'm so, like, fucking hungover. Like, I can't get out of bed the next day. And it is, like, 115 degrees. And he's like, I have to go out and clean out your car. <laughs> he's like, I know you can't do it. And I'm like, I can't. Like, the smell is going to make me puke more. <laughs> And that poor guy, I love him so much. He actually went out and cleaned all of the vomit out of my car. Wow. Um, because I, it was kind of like a spray tan, only it was spray vomit that uh, I uh. plastered the car with. So, yeah. Just a little bit. That everywhere. was the last time I ever drank hard liquor. The very last time? The very last time because um, <clears throat> the older that you get, hard liquor hangovers last for like three to four days. Yeah. Yeah. And so like a beer hangover, like I don't ever get one, but if 
if I did, it would be like just a couple hours the next morning and then I'd be fine. But yeah, no, can't do that anymore. That's how it is with the, uh, even the little Keystone and the White Claw that I will, you know, admit we are drinking. Uh, Gay. Yeah, it's very, it's fucking gay. Retarded. it's gay and retarded, actually. Gay and retarded. <clears throat> but it it doesn't last for very long. Like, I'll wake up and be like, oh, I feel fucked off. But then by noon, I'm like back to normal. But I also realized lately, like, we tried not drinking for some reason for a little bit. And I feel almost the same in the morning. Like, I wake up and I'm like, oh, cool. I feel your body's like shit. like, this is what you need. So, yeah, we water down our good, white claws but... with bubblies and the sparkling water. And we feel so much better in the morning, but yeah, in the morning we get up like exhausted, <laughs> just like, just from a good night's sleep, from not processing alcohol all night. Like, but I haven't barfed from drinking in a long time. I think the one when I was at Ben's house peeing and barfed, I think that was the last time I barfed from alcohol, actually. So doing good. You know what's really fun is um, if you're a female and you pee and barf at the same time and you like the barf comes first. And so you're huddled over the toilet to like barf and then the pee hits and it just comes out while you're barfing. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. I've done that before. Like little, and then there's a puddle of pee on the floor. Yeah. Little aerosolization. Yeah, I've never exactly. had that. I have so much to look forward to. <laughs> I've definitely been barfing and been also like damn it, I have to shit also because obviously like your whole body is <laughs> yeah, just like shutting yeah, down sure. at that point where Goes it's like convulsion. Yeah, it's like you're near death. Like, get it all out. Like you're dying. So I'm like, oh my God, what do I do? I have to barf first, but I definitely don't want to shit my pants. So do I shit and then try to hold the barf in or do I barf and try to hold the shit in? You I've, just let it I've all go. I've had that thought before for real. And uh, I have failed once before where I barfed and was kind of shattered. I was like, yeah, I can't. But... I'm pretty, like, really good. I'm I'm really good, actually, I should say, with, like, self-control in those situations where I'm like, get your shit together, Jen. Just get it together. You're going to hold your shit in, and you're going to barf, and then you're going to shit. And I can successfully do that. I don't have do you that anymore. Have you been on but... a cruise? Um, no. I have to take Dremamine just to go on roller coasters, so no. That oh, sounds like too. no fun for me. See, oh, you okay. and I... You and I are related. I know yeah. we are. Um, so <laughs> well, like, you're from Indiana, you so probably. Ship, <laughs> like, you can Indiana. shower and sit on the toilet at the exact same time because, oh. the, like, the bathroom is that small. It's like a closet. And so, yeah, like, if you ever have to, like, pee and barf or shit and barf at the same <sighs> time, like, you're set up because it's literally, like, right there together cruises sound like the sounds worst amazing. nightmare to me ever like that's all of the things i don't want like i don't want to be on a ship in the middle of the ocean that's terrifying enough i get super seasick i would have to have a constant supply of germamine which makes me a fucking tard and then and i would want to drink as well <laughs> so i need germamine that makes you tired and then yeah i'd be a fucking gay retard faggot whatever oh <laughs> Ooh, I said them all. I'm banned. You said the combo. This is definitely going to get banned. Sweet. But, eh, but don't you know, listen the to good us. thing about a cruise is that um, <clears throat> literally the food is amazing. You can eat things that you would have never dreamed of or never heard of. Like the food is great and they serve like certain alcohol that it's always free. 
like on our cruise, it was Bahama Mamas. Nice. Those are good. I feel like all of those things oh. would come back up, yeah. though. I got something to add to that. Yeah. I'm thinking of the after. <laughs> that was that was fun. <laughs> yeah, but if you're really drunk, then you don't you don't really notice the seasick. No, and then you barf and you go get more booze. It's fine. But I would like barf, be seasick, barfing up all this great food. I'd be like, this is so expensive. It's tasty like, twice. Yeah, I just paid a hundred dollars for a food barf. Is, the food is then, free. Oh yeah, that's true. Yes. Uh, I you know, Katie was wondering about. Katie was saying the same thing though, because she brought. Dramine and a few other things uh, when we went on our cruise, thinking that she would be seasick because she was uh, she's very it's very common for her to get motion sickness and and things like that. She was worried about it, too, and she ended up not even using the Dramamine. And I mean, granted, we were pretty blitzed the whole time, Uh, but the, the ship is so like big that even when you're on the outside edge of it, you don't really feel it like too much. And uh, we ended up, you know, being on with our cabin um, at the very top. And uh, we were supposed to have been able to feel it, you know, the most. And it really wasn't all that bad. You'll catch it every now and again. But I honestly think that you would do fine. She ended up not taking Dramamine the entire trip and absolutely said that it was a totally different experience in that way than she was expecting. You might do okay. Maybe. I think you'd get used to it, probably. Maybe. I don't know. I could just, like, go to a nice restaurant here on land and, like, get drunk here (laughs) at my house. Like, I don't know. It just, that sounds fun, too. You can't take an Uber on a cruise. It sucks. (laughs) I don't want to pay to be sick. It's not worth the risk. (laughs) Yeah, and see, I only took it one time, but we were on a cruise for a week. Damn. And so I only took it one day, but it's because we had some kind of, like, massive like storm or something that we were going through and it like everything was fine and you really didn't feel any of that until like I got off the boat and then I felt like the world was slanted sideways and it was so hard to walk on dry land once we docked I'm like whoa did somebody like shift the earth like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like on this angle because like oh I didn't even think about that the effect after you yeah. get off the boat when you're used to it we oh, went on shit. The houseboat. it was weird we went on a houseboat with his friends a couple of years ago and I actually was fine I didn't get Dramamine because they were out at the dock and I was like damn it this is gonna yeah. suck but it was totally fine I had no seasickness everything was great we went to sleep didn't get sick nothing was we drank everything was totally cool But uh, I went to work, we docked on like Sunday, we came back and then I went to work Monday and I was sitting at my desk and I could see like in my, it wasn't real, I could tell it wasn't real, but if I just looked at my computer, the world around me went, oh, that was for a couple days, like that. And it was just out of the corner of my eye and like peripheral vision. It was really strange. I didn't feel dizzy. But I could see that, and I was like, that's a problem. So I don't want to – I did that for – that was one night we stayed there. So I don't want to do that shit for a week. I can't imagine the effects it would have. She just wants to stay at home with you, Joe, and get the personal tornado treatment. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the legit bat treatment. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Everything's cool here. I moved to California. That's like across the country for me. I'm from the East Coast, so it's pretty awesome just to be here. So I'm like – 
and just enjoying being on land in California, in the coolest part and of California. No, people, she's not a psycho. She is in a good part of California, so. Yeah, yeah. no, we're not in Shasta County. Hey, look it up. Yes. So, so Joe, you got to tell me about um, delivering COVID vaccines. Oh, that's not actually as exciting as it sounds. I mean, I know. No, you got to tell me about that because we're going to have a story about that in a second. Oh, no. So it's just uh, we delivered the first vaccines to our county. And I think that was a big deal because I guess the news showed up to one of my coworkers delivering the first batch of vaccines. But uh, it's we don't get to see it. It's just in a in a box. Otherwise, I'd probably allegedly fuck with them a little bit but uh, after after somebody fucked with them then they really kind of tightened down like we had to walk to a certain place to deliver them and all that but we uh we get them almost every day and every place we deliver them they're like don't bring any more of these we have enough I'm like oh i wonder if that's because nobody's fucking taking them around here so we stop it's actually gone down quite a bit because they have such a surplus uh one of the uh, department store, or what do you call it? what do you call Safeway, a supermarket? They have a, a pharmacy and a apparent you know vaccination site inside, and uh, they were actually keeping the vaccines because they have to be refrigerated, keeping them in the store refrigerator like where the Coca Colas go, like because they didn't have any room in their pharmacy, they were keeping them in the actual like store egg milk fridge. So they're like, please stop bringing these. I'm like, I'm not fucking ordering them. But yeah, other than that, that's about it. I told you, it's not as exciting as it sounds. Yeah, and see, that's why I wanted to talk to you about that because I heard you talk about that on your show. And I used to be um, like in charge of our vaccine program and had to record everything, had to document. You have to literally keep them in a separate refrigerator from everything else it's like just a vaccine fridge has to be a certain temperature you can't have it in the door you have to check temperature logs like multiple times a day and record it um all these things and then if you don't follow that protocol like the state can pull your license and so that particular store keeping it in a refrigerator where there's food um, they will tell you that is a huge no-no and they will pull your medical license in a heartbeat because that contaminates food. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like keeping um, like blood or, you know, whatever specimen that you take from a patient. You can't have it in the same kind of refrigerator because it's a contaminant. And the vaccines are the exact same way. So, like, when I heard you say that, I was like, I just cringed. I'm like, oh, Oh, well, as a disclaimer. uh, That provider's license without a doubt. Yeah. Well, this is a disclaimer then. Uh, This is just what I heard. Not firsthand knowledge. Not medical advice. What other disclaimers do you have to give on that? This is just things I've heard working at my job. Yeah. No firsthand knowledge. There you go. And, and. Can I see people doing that? Yes, because there are like doctor's offices and stuff or labs. I've seen labs do it where they will put their sandwich in in the same refrigerator where like 
medical specimens are. Like oh. Throat swabs, anal swabs, sputum specimens, Ugh. whatever. And I'm like, hmm. Sputum. <laughs> yeah. Sputum yeah. sounds worse than So spit. are you not a nurse anymore? It, I'm so sorry. I don't want to interrupt I retired. your story. But... Oh, okay. I, I retired. Recently? Yeah, I retired. Um, I was teaching and working as a nurse and I was working like 80 hours a week just teaching and never saw my husband never saw the kids like literally missed everything it was working teaching a split shift and it literally would see him maybe one day a week and yeah I, I was like I can't do this and so then I left teaching and went back to nursing and it was the same kind of thing where you're supposed to get off at five, you make plans for your kids, your husband, whatnot, and it's nine o'clock and you're still at work. And yeah, and so we were like, we're in a good position, he's got a good job, so I, I retired and it's good. It's a good and time to retire from nursing, honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was really hard because it got to the point where I'm like, ah, I know so so much information that I'm like you you take an oath to protect your patients, and I'm like I really can't function in that capacity anymore because I can't protect you if this is the things that they're pushing and doing and this is the stuff I know. I can tell you something, but yeah, it won't be long before they're like, hmm, shouldn't be talking to your patients about that. Yeah, so I couldn't in good conscience like continue that kind of stuff anyway. But I think there's um, been a lot of people that have uh, kind of thrown in the towel on that because, yeah. especially if they're going to force them to get the vaccination to work at the hospital or whatever it might yeah. be, they're like, nah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, and you know I had a friend um, that lives in Maine, and they were told today that if they do not get vaccinated at their job they have to quarantine for two weeks because they're unvaccinated and then she sent me the chart they have like all these rules that they have to follow as an unvaccinated employee that other people don't they're trying to make pariahs like, out of people that aren't it's like getting handmaid's it. tale it's like a different version of that yeah. shit like where they're just like yeah, making pariahs out of people for just not yeah. doing something that isn't really a big deal at all. Yeah, and they, you know, they told them too that like, if you travel like out of state, we have to know where you're going, um, who you're staying with, who you're visiting, who else you're going to see, everybody's phone numbers, everybody's addresses. And I was like, oh, the fuck, my employer is not entitled to that information. I'm sorry, but that's, that is completely no. I would never give that information out. I'd be like. Well, it's a, it's different because it's, um, emergency. That's how they're getting away with the vaccine in the first place. It's not approved by the FDA. It's, um, emergency right. youth emergency use authorized. Use only. Yeah. Yeah. So if they took away that state of emergency, it would actually be illegal for them to even administer the vaccine to anybody, which is crazy. Yeah. So that's why they got to keep this train rolling on the uh, emergency. That's why they're still pumping it up because they're like, we can't give the vaccine if it's not emergency. So everybody be scared still. Be scared. 100%. And it, it's, there's so much fear porn out there 
Um, <laughs> me personally, I would rather watch real porn than fear porn, but that's just me. <laughs> I think Ben's. I think Ben's actually watching porn right now. Ben, are you watching porn? Oh, he definitely is. Hundred <laughs> percent. Damn lag. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> He's so ashamed. He's not going to answer in detail on that question. <laughs> so, um, we're going to wrap it up, but I just I mean, want to say... I hear, okay, so oh, maybe there's the lag. a little bit more okay, in detail. Okay, do it. <laughs> Okay, not really all that detail. I, I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of the idea of fear porn. I don't think I've ever seen fear porn. Uh, it's not really something that I would search or is in my history for Pornhub. It's German. Uh, you so just have to watch I, CNN. Yeah, just regular. I'm a pretty regular kind of guy. Sorry. I got where it was, and uh, it was going down Ha Ha Land, and I took a ride on topical. <laughs> and we're dealing with he's, a lag so there's trying that. to adult yeah he's trying to adult right now um <laughs> so good for you ben for for trying to be an adult <laughs> we all try <laughs> so where can they find you guys and uh, where can they follow you? What's your social media and all of that good business? All the shameless plugs. Where our normal fee, our normal podcast is on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Even Podbean. Surprising, I didn't know that. But we're on Podbean right alongside Deplorable Janet. So look us up there if you want. Uh, Apple, Spotify for now, I guess. Uh, and then we started the video channel on Rockfin, and that's pretty cool. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Instagram and Facebook. You can find the links there at uh, legitbat.com, which is also our merch site. Get yourself a t-shirt, whatever. Or a sticker. Actually, don't get the stickers. Actually, fuck that. The stickers on that site suck. <laughs> ben got one. They're awful. Don't get stickers. Hit me up for a sticker. Uh, or you can get the actual legit bat, yeah. But uh, just Google. We, we found this out the other day that if you just Google legit bat podcast, we own the google on, under that name so besides the whatever the fuck you found if you don't type podcast in there's actually a i don't even want to plug like i don't want to we don't even know what it but is but there's apparently some website that has a legit bat but it, it's not called legit bat it's called something else but their bat says legit on it but it's totally manufactured it's apparently not porn. there's a legit watermelon bat i found it today i was going to talk about it today but yeah but just google legit bat podcast <laughs> will pop up fucking somewhere yeah, you got to type podcast after, otherwise you might get a watermelon legit bat. Or look up black legit dude. bat and see what happens there. Mm -hmm. I don't know that one yet. So. <laughs> Wait, a watermelon It's the color. Bat. It's like this thing that in sells the fetish category. Ooh, yeah. It probably is. I don't that know. <laughs> might be helpful for anyone with anal seepage. Oh, seepage. Have a watermelon legit bat up there. It's not as big as a watermelon, but it's got the tapering. That'll help. <laughs> I'm dying <laughs> so anyway I love you guys so much it was so fun hanging out with you guys and we gotta do this again thanks for having me on your show 
and uh, the big swap cast that we did last <laughs> week. Really appreciate it. You guys are a lot of fun. So we're going to have to do this again in the future. Hell yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for having us. For me, for Joe, for Jen, for Ben, the quiet one today because of the lag. Um, either that or the word bag. I'm not sure which. And for me, I love you all. And we'll see you next time. Have a good one. Thank you.